red t-shirt. Oh. So, so long as you have pooed naked. It's fair game. Yeah. It's great. I, uh, you ever see the thing where like Mickey's got the red shorts and Pooh's got the half the red shirt and they both look ripped and it was like Mickey gave Pooh half of his outfit because he was cold? No. <laughs> What's when you said they both look ripped? I thought that they were like jacked. <laughs> so I'm picturing a jacked Mickey and Pooh. Uh-huh. Hello and welcome to our podcast. We're watching the Winter Classic, so this might not be one of our better episodes. Oh, hey, hey. No, it's it's going to be the best episode. It's going to be good. Lots of silence. <laughs> um, how was your Christmas? It was good. We went down to Florida, saw my mom and my dad. Hello, mom. Hello, dad. And yeah, it was nice. We drove down, so that was awful. It wasn't awful. I don't mind driving, and my family is good with road trips. It's just a long drive. Yep. That would be it. How long did it take you? Two days on the way down. We did three days on the way back. Nice. Yeah. And... uh no, it was good. We rented a house down on the Gulf, and it's a good time. I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. You're welcome. We went to, uh, on the way back, we stopped by Bucky's. Bucky's. I've, I've got my Bucky's mug. That's a nice red mug with a little beaver. Thank you. It's got Bucky Beaver on it. Yep. Going, oh, what do you got in there? Yeah. I'm Bucky Beaver. What do you got in there? Uh, Cherry Coke Zero. Ooh, nice. You know, I don't mean to flaunt my celebrity, but- Drinking my Cherry Coke Zero out of my Bucky's mug. There you go. It's a good time. What did big, you guys do? Big deal over here. Uh, we went to my in-laws on Christmas Eve and had a multi-time zone gift exchange, which was great. And then we went to my parents' house on Christmas Day after we did the whole presents at home with the kids thing. So it was good. Great food in both locations. Oh, that's good. Which is always a good thing. So... And now here we are. It's 2023. Now. 2023, yeah. It's amazing. Welcome to the new year. It happens. Every year, there's a new one. It's true. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah. So speaking of the new year, mm. do you have any musical history facts? I do, actually. I also do. <laughs> wow. Twice. <laughs> Twice or two times the... Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is this actually the start? Is it not? Okay, it's fine. I thought it was. No, it's good. You know something I noticed about you? Did I bring this up? I don't know. You haven't when, said it yet. <laughs> I haven't said anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's times when we're talking and I'm either talking about something you either don't like or have no, you've never seen or heard. Yeah. And I'll be like, no, it's really good. And you're like, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. I'm like, no, I really like it. And you're like, yeah, no, that's the best song ever. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't I don't think he's being truthful right now. No, I'm not truthful. No. Most of the time. Um, this doesn't have to be the start of our podcast. No, it's perfect. I like it. <laughs> now it feels more like the start of our podcast. No, it's great. Um, oh, I forgot. I do I have a couple of stories. <laughs> so um and it's related to my road trip. What is? One of my stories. It's not a music history thing, though. Man, I'm, I can't follow what you're saying. Yeah, I know. Hold on. I need to check the date on something. Do you, oh. have, a, do you have a dated thing you would sure. like to bring? Why I don't you start? prepared. Why don't you start? Um, all right, cool. So I thought it was interesting that uh, today, as in January 2nd, 1999, Chef... From South Park had a song that went to number one on the UK singles chart. Hello, children. Chocolate salty balls. Mm-hmm. Put them in your mouth. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool that South Park's chef went to number one. Do you know who voiced chef? I do. Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Yep. Do you know he had a hit with Shaft in 1971? <laughs> Also, my favorite part of that is, is 
I hear that cat shaft is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> but I'm talking about shaft. Oh, we can dig it. It's like the background singers are like, hey, don't you swear as a case. But I'm talking about shaft. Oh, we can dig it. Okay, no problem. That's great. Also in January, um, January 6th, 1975. Okay. The mayor of Boston, right up, up the way there, canceled a Led Zeppelin concert. Really? At TD Garden. Or actually, it was Boston Garden back in 1975. I don't think TD Bank was around. Um, yeah, it was just the Garden. Just the Garden. Over 2,000 fans rioted trying to buy tickets at the Garden, and they caused an estimated $75,000 of damage to the Garden itself. And so uh, they had to reschedule the concert for February 4th mm. due to the mayor saying, not in my house. You know, get out of here. Era Led Zeppelin is uh, yeah. not going to play here. Yeah, exactly. So those two things. Those are two things. Do you have, I have two other things, but I feel like you should have a thing. I do have <clears throat> a thing. Okay. On a date mm -hmm. that is escaping me. Hold on. I need to find it. It's good. Uh, give me just a second. It's called long form entertainment for a reason. Oh, yeah. Um, it's the best kind of entertainment. Oh, here we go. Here we are. So on January 6th. Okay. Wow. 1976. Whoa, the next year. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. This is all coming together swimmingly. Yeah. It's like we planned this. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell. We didn't. Um, so no, I had texted you a few times on my vacation Yeah. regarding potential topics or things to talk about right and one of the things that we'll probably talk about soon on this very podcast are like road trip songs or what makes a good road trip song and yeah things like that and what made me think of that was one um i was driving for a total of 61 hours last week so you were on a road trip oh was i and so songs were coming up, but the song I Want You to Want Me came on. Want you to want me. Right. Um, but it was the studio recording version of it. Ooh. And it was very weird because normally you hear the live version of that. Correct. When it starts with Cheap Trick going, I want you to want me. And like the crowd goes nuts and everything. <laughs> yeah. Sound like a beast. It was so uncomfortable listening to the studio recording that we had to hit next. Wow. So that's not on your like favorite road trip songs? No, we were just kind of playing through. We had like a Spotify radio thing going on. Oh, good. And so one of the things I was thinking about was like, oh, what are some other songs where the live version is better than the studio recording? Oh, wow. Then, oh. just so happened... Which is another topic we can get into. Huh. But it just so happened as I was doing some research. So I came up with that idea first. Okay. I texted you like, hey, live songs that are better. You didn't text me that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, it's good. That was a great text. It was the best text. I, I love that text. I can't believe how good that text was. <laughs> um, so on January 6th, 1976, Peter Frampton's live double album, album Frampton Comes Alive, came out. Oh. Which is like, I think most people know Peter Frampton's live song, like, do you feel like I do with the talk box and everything? Yeah. And the, um, oh. Uh, oh, baby, I love your way. Every and there's day. a crowd. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. It came out. Never really, not really, never really thought of it that way. Um. So. Whoops, I just broke my microphone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> just kidding. So, yeah, Frampton had four albums before that, and to middling success, mm -hmm. but really kind of like hit with Frampton Live. And I thought that that was interesting that it happened to coincide with the topic I wanted to talk about. That, it's like It's like you planned that. But I didn't. But you didn't. Wow. Think, sometimes things are better unplanned. It's true. Wow. So yeah, you definitely texted me that because I'm reading it. 
I read it the first time, but it didn't register the live part. All I saw was road trip songs. Right. Um, and then, sorry, just had to do something there real quick. Oh, but anyways, about that album, it is often regarded as the biggest selling live live album of all time. Really? Yeah. Like, and it was one of those things where apparently at the time it was a joke that everybody had Frampton yeah. Comes Alive or everybody's heard it. Yeah. Um, his version of Do You Feel Like We Do was, well, not his version. It's the live version of it became one of the first songs that was more than seven minutes to be given significant radio playtime since Hey Jude. And we can't get away from the Beatles. <laughs> Damn it. We're so close. Not close. This is the beginning of our podcast. Which I'm pretty sure Hey Jude yeah. is also a live recording. Ugh. Isn't it? I don't know the answer to that question. That book does, though. It's true. I bet. I Damn. feel like it is. Na, 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 na. You can hear a crowd. Yeah. Or I wonder if that, I'm thinking of, did Paul McCartney redo that with his, Probably. uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, I just don't like the fact that we can't get away from the Beatles. A friend of mine but it's okay. said that, um, his mother-in-law was, was one of those people that was like, Frampton Live changed my life, man. Oh, like, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love those. I love when something like that happens. Yep. Things just change your life. I think another song that's better live, I can't even say it with a straight face, but um, what's the song that Bruce Springsteen does? Uh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Santa Claus is coming to town. Come on, little Santa. Bruce Springsteen does the Santa Claus is coming to town. Come on down to Jersey. Live. He goes, oh, y'all been good? Oh, and that's not many, not many. He's like talking to them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not like, you better watch. Anyway, so that was good. That is good. I have have some songs. Man, I I wasn't prepared and I wasn't thinking about it like that. Let's go Bruins. Oh, two two to one? Two to one. Nice. That was a great goal. That was a good goal. Um, They're probably playing music right now. Rump, pump, 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 <laughs> pump, pump. Can we talk about that? So if you're not a Red Sox fan, oh. or if you've never been to Fenway, you wouldn't know this, but at the end of a Red Sox game, when they win, they play Dirty Water. And at the end of a Bruins game and at the end of the Celtics game. Do they? Mm-hmm. It's possible I've never seen the Bruins win in person, Yeah, and I think I've only been to one Celtics game. Yeah. So it's like... All right, like big victory. Woo, we're on an emotional high. That was a great game. Rum, pum, 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 pum. Yeah, but it's Boston, man. Yeah, but it's just, there's Let so me tell many you about better my town. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> Love that dirty water. Isn't there something about castrated women? I think it's frustrated. Oh, my bad. I think they're frustrated women. Oh, gosh. Speaking of the radio. Ah. You had said something about the radio. Yes. So, and then when you were talking about road trips, I was thinking about, oh, like usually you listen to the radio when you're on a road trip, or maybe you used to listen to the radio. The radio is involved. January 6th, 2017. So a mere six years ago. Yep. Norway announced that they are going to become the first country in the world to gradually stop using FM radio. Really? Yeah. So they are were trying to build in a digital audio broadcasting platform, um, which would bring clearer sound to everybody and get rid of FM, kind of phase out FM radio. So is that like HD radio? I guess so. But I thought it was interesting that, like, you think about going on a road trip, you think about music, you think about how things used to always be, and it's like now Norway's starting to phase out the FM radio. Interesting. 
because I wonder if it's one of those things, and I genuinely don't know this, okay. but so up until recently, and maybe even still a little bit, the United States was pretty far behind a lot of other countries when it came to how our cell phones work mm. and cell phone coverage and the plans and the pricing and everything. And a big part of that is because we developed as a nation relatively early and went all in on landlines. And so when cell phones were being developed and coming out, there was still a tremendous amount of competition and FCC regulation surrounding the usage of communication. Okay. And you have companies who at the time weren't called this, but you had a company like Verizon, or better example, AT&T, who's been around longer, who, okay, they have this cell phone business, but at the same time, they don't want to completely cannibalize their landline business. All that to say, other countries, like if you traveled to um, a lot of European countries, but especially a lot of like Asian and African countries. Okay. Cell phone plans are dirt cheap. Cell phones are dirt cheap. Like you can go, I used to tell people this when, when I worked for a cell phone company, um, was if you're going to be traveling for a long time overseas and you had a phone that had a SIM card, which 20 years ago when I worked for the company wasn't as common, but if you could swap out the SIM card, like buy your prepaid minutes when you get to Europe because you're going to get a much better deal than if you pay prepay for minutes here, here. to use over there. Oh. And so because those countries almost kind of like skipped the whole landline commitment, they jumped right into cellular networks. And there's more to it than that. But I wonder if there's something similar going on with radio in, did you say Sweden or Norway? Norway. Norway, where it's like, because I know at least in America, there are men, maybe this might just be AM stations, but there's government regulations that AM stations are required to stay operational as part of our emergency broadcast system. Oh. And so Norway may not be as traditionally reliant on the broadcasting on the frequency modulation spectrum. See, that's interesting though, because I feel like I feel like if we're so focused on broadcasting over the AM for emer you know emergency mm -hmm. whatnots, I can't tell you the last time I listened to the radio in my car musically, other than like I listen to sports radio. Mm -hmm. That's it. Everything else is my iPhone. Mm-hmm. It's either a podcast or it's a playlist or it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I feel like you get the alerts and such on here. Yeah. Why do we need the radio anymore? Well, that's just it. It's so that's why I'm saying it's FM radio. So it's definitely, I mean, yeah. it's different. It is. Um, we do have HD radio over here now yeah. and we have for a while. So did Norway have HD radio that, first, you know, and, yeah. or maybe it's like, because you would, in order to change that domestically then like you would need to switch like how you receive that information so like in the vehicles or radios or anywhere like that whole frequency you would need a separate receiver so you'd either have to retrofit your vehicle or mm. buy a new vehicle mm. you know what i mean that's how they get you that's how they get you those, those what are people from Norway called? Norwegians. Those Norwegians and their cruise lines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're beautiful cruise lines. Really? Yeah. I've never been on a cruise. I went on the Norwegian Majesty and we went to- Did he approve? He did. Okay. Yeah. And we went to Alaska mm -hmm. from Seattle. Okay. It was gorgeous. How long of a trek is that? It, it was a week- eight days or whatever it is and we went to victoria british columbia and then we went up to a few stops in alaska anchorage and all the other places and then we came back down and then went back to seattle it was awesome very nice it was so fun big win for the bruins 
Big win for the Bruins. Uh, let's see. Seven hours ago. Yeah. But I recorded it because I went to Disney on Ice today. Oh, how was that? Musically, it was fantastic. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it was also fantastic. Oh, good. Kids had a great time. But the music, <laughs> it was funny, though, because I was thinking, knowing you were coming over tonight, I was thinking about, like, man, we should dissect the Disney catalog and talk some Disney music because there's a lot of really good music in there. Oh, yeah. And a lot of tremendous artists that have been involved in creating music for Disney. So mm-hmm. maybe something to talk about in the later day. Yeah, it'll be the Phil Collins retrospective. Hey. That's <laughs> just like one movie. No, he did a bunch. I know all of them. You're uh, sick. <laughs> Randy Newman and and Phil Collins and <laughs> No, I know all of them. No, all of all the like, No, they're so, great. No, there's so many good movies that he did in the music soundtracks too. But no, he did. But in that time frame. But now it's like you got movies like Coco, which if you've never seen that, which oh, the music in Coco is great. It's fantastic. Um, Moana has great music. Like there's great music in there. You know what I liked Tell was um, I don't Encanto. Yes. Um, but the thing I liked about Encanto, and this was just based on our viewing of it, but it felt like they, um, because with, with, um, Coco, a lot of the music was a similar genre of the, um, and I can't think of the genre. Um, doesn't matter, but in, in, in Canto, it felt like they tried to hit on a number of different, yeah. Just kind of Latin styles. Yep. Yep. Um, like I'm pretty sure there was a merengue in there. There was a oh, kind of yeah. like a more of like a, not a reggaeton, but a, um, oh, what were we talking about last week with, or I had it written down to talk about. We never got to it. Um, what's that Brazilian, like girl from Empanema, um, um, I don't know. I'm going to think of it like 20 minutes from now. Well, I think it'll be great. I'm trying to figure out what the, I'm trying to see what the genre of music in Coco was. But anyways, um, it felt like they did. Like they've always done, music's always been a big part. All the Disney movies, for the most part. Mariachi. 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 I think Mariachi is a person that plays Mariachi. I think so. Yes, but that kind of mariachi style music. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, I think all the mu- all the movies have been, the big ones have been musicals. Maybe with the exception of Brave, like mm, Brave was, had songs, but I don't I think it Brave. was. I haven't seen Brave. Yeah, Nora is really into Rapunzel right now. You mean Tangled? I mean Tangled, but, Rapun- <laughs> but Rapunzel. Emma, when she was a little girl, had a. Uh, 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 viewfinder, viewmaster. Yeah, yeah. And you put the disc in, and you go through, and she would. It was like she would go through, and they were all different Disney princesses. Um, or no, I think it was Barbies that l- were dressed as like princesses or whatever. She'd go through. She'd be like Barbie, Barbie, <laughs> and then you'd hear click. Ah, yes, tangled. <laughs> click like and she would just do that over and That's over great. oh my uh, gosh yes. that becomes tangled that, that became something kate and i would just like say all the time just like ah yes tangled beautiful <laughs> i love it um so yeah it was good do you have any more facts no well eh, sort of not specifically date related the oh, okay. it's it goes back to frampton live oh yeah good the um because sales records are like pretty unreliable, Frampton Live is often regarded as number one. Eric Clapton's Unplugged from 1992, which is a great album, is also often cited as being the top selling live album of all time. And you can't have two. Garth Brooks's Double Live from 1998. And again, it's it's one of those things where it, like it depends on which sales record counting company you go with, sure. but those three are often like the top three. Wow. Which got me thinking that um, Clapton's live version of Layla. Oh, yep. I'm not going to say it's better than the original, 
Mm. But it's very, very good. Okay. And I think that Garth Brooks's Friends in Low Places. Yep. Like you're, you out there listening are probably more familiar with the live version. I would agree with yeah. that statement. Where he has a, like the secret third verse. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just thinking of songs that were like better live. Yeah. Cheeseburger in Paradise comes to mind. Yep. Jimmy Buffett. Yep. Yeah. Good old Jimmy. <laughs> Sledgehammer. The, the handful of hit wonder. Sledgehammer. Yeah. Um, I think is I think is a better live than the studio version. There's a few Dave Matthews songs that I feel like I like the live version, but not the full band because the problem here's the problem that I have sometimes with live versions when I'm not there mm-hmm. is and not necessarily just Dave Matthews, but I find this a lot with Dave Matthews because when you're when I mean he's a jam they're a jam band right and so their songs live are 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a studio song is four minutes, you know, so listening to a, a live version of a song when I'm in the car or listening on the, you know, on my whatever, not at a concert, mm-hmm. it can be like, okay, I'm not as into all of the the mute, the solos and all that stuff, you know, sitting here. Everybody needs their like three minutes. Right. You know, um, but him and Tim Reynolds have a live album um, from Luther College. It's a two-disc live album. And I would argue that all of that whole album, every song on that album is better than the studio version. Really? Just, I mean, it's different because it's not the band. It's not the whole band. It's just, it's acoustic. Right. So it's a different style. But I mean, it's that's just an awesome concert to listen to because... He, you know, there's interaction with the crowd. It like feels like you're there, even though you're not. Mm-hmm. And that's the things that they improvise live, you know, and, and do differently than just the scripted, you know, this is the studio cut. So, yeah. No. And, and so it's one of this topic was something I was thinking about just as I was driving in like the middle of nowhere, Georgia. And the way that I was trying to think about it is there might be live versions of songs that I personally like more than the studio recording. Yeah. Um, the song middle name by MXPX, the live version, which is a secret track at the end of one of their CDs. Remember secret tracks like unnumbered or like they weren't listed on the back, but like like a CD would say it had 12 tracks and then there's a 13. What? like the end of every marvel movie yeah <laughs> like i remember because i had um life in general i can't remember one of the mxpx albums where like i listened to the tape non-stop but then when i bought the cd <laughs> well there's a whole other song on here what the heck? it was crazy um that's a nice surprise. so like i like the live version of middle name but that's i was more like peter frampton's live is the definitive version of that song yep same with cheap tricks i want you to want me oh yeah like the live version is the definitive version right yeah and so that's kind of what i was thinking of is less songs that are just better live but like you only know the live version right is landslide that version live is like the the most well-known version of that song live i am totally blanking on what landslide is by fleetwood mac Yes. That's live, right? It is, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Kisses, I Want to Rock and Roll All yep. Night. Um, I Can't Hear You. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, Folsom Prison Blues by yes. Johnny Cash. That's 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 one that I thought of. That's live. And I know that we can't get away from them. Oh, my gosh. But maybe I'm amazed by Paul McCartney. Oh, li- yeah. Yeah, that's, a, the, that's yeah, a really yeah, good song. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. Yep. No, so, the yeah. Beatles did some good things. They did a couple of they things right. They had some good songs. <laughs> um, oh, man. That's good. Wow. So many live songs. <laughs> I guess Twist and Shout was technically live, too, which is the very first song that we talked about in depth on wow. this very podcast. A mere 11 episodes ago. Wow. Are we at 11? This is 11. That's cool. 
Do you know the band N Train? <laughs> you ever heard of N Train? Uh, no. I think you'd like them a lot. Okay. Um, so they are, uh, I have to just, I have to read this because I mess it up every time. But they are a... M as in muffin or N as in nothing? N as in E-N-T-R-A-I-N. Oh. Okay. So the self-proclaimed, this is their description of themselves. Mm-hmm. And this is why, I th- and I think you would truly enjoy their music. They are a funky world jam ska reggae rock stew with enough drums to sink a battleship. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so they're actually, so they're from Martha's Vineyard. So they're oh. right here. They're, they're Massachusetts boys and gal. They're from Martha's Vineyard? Well, they're a band that was formed on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Okay. Um, so real, like, pull themselves up from their bootstrap stories. That's you right. Know, yeah. Similar to, like, NWA. Yeah, exactly. Just straight really, out the ghetto. Straight out the ghetto. Yep. Of Martha's Vineyard. Um, but they... Were they playing when those buses showed up? Move on. Yeah. It's good. I don't know. But so... <laughs> great like jam music like islandy kind of feel okay you know kind of thing to it um but they have only live albums they have i think four or five albums Hmm. and they're all live and they're awesome and so that was something that came to mind they're also on my road trip playlist so so there's a little bit of dual action there interesting um Speaking of which, I have one other piece of little information for you on this day in music history. And then, you know, maybe let's see where the conversation goes from here. January 2nd, 1936. So we're going... Way back. Way, way back. Yeah. Roger Miller? There was trouble brewing in Berlin. Hey, Roger Miller. Yeah. You know who Roger Miller is? No. Okay. You might know the song king of the road trailer no. for sailor rent oh okay sure right yeah so roger miller king of the road um he that 1965 that was the number four hit in the united states wait but, didn't you just say 1936 i did but okay. i was just saying in 1965 that was the number four single in the united states he was born January 2nd, 1936. Oh. So, but it got, when you said road trip, I was like, oh, King of the Road. It's like a classic song. Yep. Yep. It's a good, you know, and then, you know, he was born. Um, and then in true Justin fashion, he also died um, on October 25th, 1991. So there's that. Hmm. Good. So. Anyway. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, uh. Well, t- <laughs> this is great. Zip-a-ba. This is great. Zip-a-ba. So we'll talk about road trip songs. Yeah, but but not yet because so January sixth, oh, twenty twenty one. That's two years ago. No, we shouldn't talk about that one. But January sixth, nineteen seventy nine. <laughs> what? Okay. I mean, I don't. Th- I'm sure that there were songs playing, but probably. I don't think. I thought you had a thing. Well, there's a big story that overshadowed yeah. the rest of the stories. Well, yeah. 1979. So listen, here's the deal. This is why I don't bring this up. January 6th. No. We do, no, Jan- no, no. Um, it's a preface. It's, it's a preface. <sighs> like, you might be thinking, oh, man, like, that was a tough, a tough day in American history, or regardless of where you fall. January 6th, 1979? No, no, no. Oh. 2021. God. And, or was it, was it this year? Was it 2022? No, it was 2021. When there was a, when there was a little bit of a, a, a kerfuffle in yeah. our nation's capital. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was 2020. A bit of a brouhaha. No, because the election was in 2020, wasn't it? So wasn't it 2021 when the, it doesn't matter. Shows oh, it does. It does matter. But you might be saying, oh, like everybody's going to be talking about what what happened January 6th. So I want to give you some fun facts to have in conversation where if you're like me and you like having very few serious conversations in your life and January 6th rolls around and people are like, hey, man, can you believe it's been number of years since the whole capital commotion? 
which is what they should call it, the capital commotion, <laughs> you can say, well, okay, that might have happened. Or no, well, it did happen. Don't be a <laughs> denier of it. <laughs> you could say, sure, that was a thing. But did you know that in 1979, the village people appeared on American Bandstand? <laughs> and it was the first time that they taught the crowd the movements to YMCA. No way. In 1979, January 6th. And it said Dick Clark yeah. made sure that the audience like did it right. That's awesome. Yeah. So like YMCA. It's fun to stay there. It is. Young man. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. First time. Dick Clark, American Bandstand. It was just New Year's Eve. Dick mm -hmm. Clark's rocking New Year's Eve. So we'd already talked about in um, 76, Frampton Live. In 1993, January 6, 1993, uh, then Rolling Stones bass player Bill Wyman hmm. left the group. Bye. After 30 years of being their bass player. Holy moly. Quote, I left because I didn't see anything new happening in the future. I realized if we played for another 10 years, I'd still be playing Jumpin' Jack Flash, Honky Tonk Woman, Street Fighting Man, until we packed up. So, like, he's not wrong. No. But at the same time, they've stayed successful for another almost 30 years at this point. Yeah. Actually, 30 years at this point, January 6, 1993. Yeah. So he like was exactly with them for 30, 30 years. years. They had another 30 years of success yeah. ahead of them. But he's got to be sitting on royalties, right? Probably. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking of January 6th. Oh. Carly Simon's You're So Vain hits number one on the Hot 100. Everybody's wondering who the mystery man with the apricot jacket might be. Mm -hmm. Do you know? I don't. But do you? No. Okay. And finally, Elvis made his final, third and final appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. On January 6th. Mm -hmm. He performed seven songs, including Hound Dog, Don't Be Cruel, and Heartbreak Hotel. Ooh. But in this airing, he was only seen, they only recorded him from the waist up, leaving television viewers to wonder what the audience was screaming about. Mm. Mm. What were they screaming about, Justin? Oh, he's, he was good with his legs and stuff, right? Yeah. He did hip stuff? Yeah. Oh. He was a devil in disguise. <laughs> was that your Elvis? <laughs> no, what it was. That was just a noise. Ooh. Noises. It sounded like Patrick. Ooh. Hey, hey, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> this is going nowhere. So there you go. If somebody is, you know, if you're caught in a conversation... With someone talking about January 6th. Yeah. And the <laughs> brouhaha on... Capital commotion? Yeah, the capital commotion. Thank you. I forget what I, <laughs> I forgot what I said. Yeah. <laughs> you can say, yeah, okay, sure. But so you, you like to deflect know... those types of things by by moving to other conversations. Right, because like, like, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Right. We're going to sit here and talk about like how Buffalo Head went in like... Do you know how I av oh. avoid those conversations? How do you do that? Like if you said to me like, hey man, what do you, you think about- Can you believe it's been two years since the capital commotion? My response is, yes, time. But what do you think, man? I'm moving on. No, like what, so, but if you can be like, yeah, well, did you know that yeah. almost 40 years earlier, YMCA- <laughs> Or don't uh, say anything just, and just, just start doing the just YMCA. Just doing the YMCA and just like don't watch sing. that person slowly. Just stare at someone. Back away. Don't blink and just keep YMCA. You know what we should? You know what we should coordinate with all of our um, triple B listeners? Dozens of fans. All of us. Like a flash mob on Friday. In the nation's capital? <laughs> no, <laughs> just just anywhere. Probably at work because most people that We're listen get in trouble. are at work. But like, we should do a flash mob of YMCA of YMCA in honor of the village people teaching everybody on American Bandstand how to do the YMCA. That would be fun. So we have a mere four days to plan it. Hmm. Listen, you just went on a road trip. I did, and um, you had texted me. I don't know if you knew this, but you texted me and said, "Hey, I have some ideas." For are you leaving? I'm out of here. <laughs> he just stands up and is just I've had enough. Gone. I'm gonna talk to myself for the next <laughs> half hour. 
but you had said podcast over like hey road trip songs and such i did so um i wanted to ask you a question okay um what do you think is deemed the number one best road trip song by timeout.com, which is a legitimate music. They came up before. Website, yeah. 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 That's a good question, Stephen, and I'll tell you. I think that it's the greatest question. Such a good I don't I felt like I had something here. But you didn't. Uh Radar Love by Golden Earring. It's not what they're saying. Oh, it's a good road trip song though. Is it? Yeah. I believe it. Been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like I'm. I'm like I'm driving. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Oh, is it the Beatles? No, no, it's not the. I would. I would not have brought this to the table. Um, Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Um, it, he talks about having lasagna. <laughs> like it's amazing, but they say. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just, they say it's a perfect anthem of pedal to the metal escape. Okay. I just, I just, you, know, you said road trip, I said that. I also made a top 10 list oh. of, of my personal favorite road trip songs that are on my road trip playlist. I would love to hear them. You want to hear them? I do. Oh, you do. The way you were looking at me, I didn't know if that was true or not. No, I think this is going to be a great list. I'm going to, well. Don't get your hopes up. No, it's a good list. I'm going to go 10 my to... my favorite list. I'm going to go 10 to 1. I like those odds. Number 10, Blame It on the Boogie by the Jacksons. Oh, I thought that that's what we were saying about COVID. No, 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 no. Blame It on the Boogie by yep. the Jacksons. Yep. It's one of those like you're, you're bebopping the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number 9, Do the Math by Less Than Jake. Yep. You know that song? I do. Good. That's that's one of those songs that falls into the category. Perry sent me that song. Yeah. Never heard of Less Than Jake before. I'm a big Less Than Jake fan. I think I brought him up in my Get to Know Me. You did? Yeah. You're right. The Scott Band. Okay. You like Less Than Jake. Do the math. Number eight, Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins? Yeah. It's a good, it's one where it's like that comes on and it's like on the open road you know so we speaking of our of our my road trip hey kate is not a big fan of traversing bridges okay and she's gotten much better about it over the years like it used to be something where i couldn't even like be like make fun like swerve towards the side of the bridge or anything like i couldn't have any fun do that anyway um just randomly slam on the brakes no and uh but she has been getting better but there's a few big old bridges Oh, there's a lot of yeah. Call them Bob's on the way to and fro, yeah. Cumberland to Florida. Do you have a favorite bridge that you go over on that drive? On that drive, or like going down 95 from here to Jersey. So the the from here to Jersey, or no? Because because I think I'm going to say the same bridge you were just going to say. You're going to say the GW? No. Were you going to say the GW? Uh, the Tappan Z. No. What are you thinking? Uh, go ahead. Tell me what's your favorite bridge. So. I don't know that I have a favorite bridge from here to Jersey. No, it doesn't have to be Jersey. Just on your drive. Do you have a favorite bridge that you went over on your drive the last week? Yeah, the Delaware. Exactly. Yeah. The double bridge. Yes. Over. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful bridge. So yeah, it's got the big arches and yeah, everything. It's like a steep incline. So that's the bridge I was about to talk about. I know. Yeah. So this was this was a good. This was good. Um. But anyways, we were getting to that, and it was super foggy on the way home. You need a danger zone to be playing. What do you think I did? <laughs> so we get, we come up to, it was so like foggy and dark out that the bridge, the the other side to the left looked like it was floating on clouds. That's awesome. Like, because you can only see a little bit of the pillar, and then it was just clouds. Wicked dark and wicked foggy, and so we got about halfway over and like Kate's just like white knuckling it and and Emma <laughs> who gets scared at things but I think takes after her father and tries to cope with humor and was just like kind of like joking about like oh it's like it, I forget what even because there was just traffic it was not the best bridge traversal experience sure 
but Kate was being a trooper. And so <laughs> as soon as we got to the apex of the bridge, mm-hmm. I've been very happy with my vocabulary tonight. Spot on. And you can start to see land. I just went, um, I don't want to say it right now because it'll start doing it. Hey, phone assistant. Oh. Play Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> and so it goes, you hear, bling, playing Danger Zone. Top Gun soundtrack by Kenny Loggins. Didn't, didn't. In like yeah. <laughs> See? It was great. It was perfect Number timing. eight on the list. Yeah. You used it uh-huh. to the full effect. Number seven on my list is Walk of Life by Dire Straits. Whoa. I like that song. It's a good, happy-go-lucky song. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows the words. Number six, Crazy Little Thing Called Love by Queen. Yep. No, again, it's fun sing along. Number five, The Entertainer by Billy Joel. I love that song. Dun, 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 I love dun. that song. And I just think it's it's constant. It's just like he doesn't stop. It's constant right through the verse, like yeah. everything. It's just it's a good song. Number four, Gray Street by Dave Matthews Band. Can't say I know it. That's fine. It's a great song. Um, sing along. Number three, Drive In, Drive Out by Dave Matthews Band. Breathe in, breathe out. Drive if in. If you iced up. Oh, wait, yep. no, that's Kanye. That's different yeah. um, for most, like, in every way. Number two, Higher Love by okay. Kygo and Whitney Houston. Kygo? Kygo. It was like, it's like a re... Uh, uh, is it like a, a, a re- cover? Cover? Re- remix? Cover. Re- remix cover. And then number one is Rapunzel by Dave Matthews. Ah, uh, yes. Tangled. That's a professional level callback right there. So that's it. That was good. But I have some other bands that I like to have that I have on my road trip playlist that I think are great road trip bands. I have N Train, which I told you about um, before. Billy Joel, who's on my list once, but I think like the greatest hits of Billy Joel, that two volume series, there's a lot of songs on there that are good road trip songs because they're just, you know, sing along, libbity dibbity. Ed Sheeran, uh, I think, is good on a road trip. Uh, dire Straits, which I have on there. Dispatch. I like Dispatch on the road trip. I'm going to tell you something. Tell me. I don't like Dispatch. Why not? I don't like a lot of the whiny, like, I don't know, like skinny guy, like whining about stuff. It's mm. possible I'm thinking of a different group. I mean, who's the, who did that song, If I Lay Here? If I just lay here. Oh, that's um, not Dispatch. It's not? Nope. Okay. That's Chasing Cars by... Snow Patrol? Snow Patrol. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of songs that I think are Snow Patrol, but mm-hmm. aren't. That one is. Well, yeah. Dispatch did The General. There was a decorated uh, general with a heart of gold. I likened him to every story. He Take a shower and shine your shoes. Yeah. Got See, no I time. think Dispatch and... Modest Mouse and Five for Fighting and Dashboard Confessionals were all kind of popular the first time I tried college, and they were all typically listened to by douchebags. Okay. So I don't think I liked it. Good. But maybe I should give them another shot. Maybe you should. I like it. OAR is also a good band to listen to in the movie. Five for Fighting in a movie. (laughs) On a road trip. (laughs) You should listen to OAR in a movie. Yeah. Uh, Five for Fighting is probably like the coolest name for a band and reason why they were named, like I think, that I know of anyway. But it's, wait, is there a story behind why they call themselves that or is it just a hockey reference? Well, it's just the fact that they're from Canada and they're all big hockey guys. But they're like the wimpiest band music-wise ever. Yeah, but they still have a cool name. I think Five for Fighting is a cool band name. It is, but it's wasted on them. I didn't. We wasted the good surprise on you. <laughs> so what do you think? It's a movie. Because there's... Reference that I've seen. Yeah, I don't... What's that from? Did you get me? You Big Daddy. Me. Oh, yeah. Surprise. Oh. We wasted the good surprise on you. That's right. I'm sorry. Hip. Hip hop. What were you going to say? Your question. This. So there's, because there's good road trip songs, but it also depends on who your audience is. Boom. 
because I was recently on a road trip with my wife <laughs> and my daughter and my son. Now my son just puts his earbuds in and tunes out from reality. So whatever. Yeah. But like like my personal road trip playlist would be very different than the van approved road trip playlist. So shizzle dizzle. It's not to it's not to say that I didn't like what we were playing. No. But I think that one of the things that I was kind of thinking about, again, in the middle of nowhere, we'll say North Carolina this time. Oh, you're moving up the map. Oh, yeah. Was like, what makes a good road trip song? Yeah. And why are so many classic rock songs also typically considered like good road trip songs? No. I put I put no external research into this. This is all just thinking out of my brain. And it's a good place to think from. Like if I had a, if I were to guess, if you were to do a, oh, what are the top 25 road trip songs? Like Bruce Springsteen's going to be on there. Some of the other things, right? <clears throat> oh, are you going to do it? Oh, I've done it. Oh. So this is pretty cool. So they actually break down, um, they break down into different categories. So like 20 rock classics, the best road trip rock songs. Um, Bruce is definitely on there. Um, Aerosmith, ACDC, Guns N' Roses, yeah. White Snake. Yeah, here I go again. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about that, and I think one of the reasons, I think here's something that is a makes up a good road trip song, mm-hmm. is I think everyone involved needs to be at least familiar with it, if not a fan of it. Interesting. Okay. So, which typically with classic rock, somebody's at least heard at one point in time. Two, I think it needs to have simple enough lyrics and melodies to sing along to. Okay. And three, I think it needs to have instrumental parts where if it becomes background noise, it's okay. Uh Uh-huh. So the song can't be too, like, in your face the whole time. Ah, interesting. Okay. So, like a, so when we were driving, like, Tom Petty kept coming on. Mm -hmm. Because, one, I like Tom Petty. Mm. But so many of those songs, like, you you could be having a conversation and we could just be talking and then just, like, if there's a quick pause, I could just be like, like... You can stand me up at the gates of hell. Like if I started singing it, it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But then we could start talking again. Yeah. So I don't, I think it's that kind of that mix of like the musical breakdowns with the familiarity and all that, that go into like a good road trip song. I agree with that. For like a, a general audience road trip yeah. song, if you will. Like, yeah, no, I know. I think that's a good point. And I, one of the things that I was thinking about when you brought this up was, I very much, I'm a big playlist person. Mm-hmm. Like I have lots of playlists for lots of different things. And um, I always make a new playlist every time I go on some type of journey in my vehicle. And <laughs> you just talk about a segue. We're going to wait. You just reminded me of a story that we need to talk about so keep going i'm sorry okay i forget everything i'm just kidding so i always try and make a new playlist every time i'm going on a journey in the car because i think it depends on who i'm going with i think you're absolutely right there it depends on where i'm going and it depends on for me the purpose of my journey for instance Mm. i do a lot of driving to go to concerts Oh, okay. Yep. Long distance-ish. Also, what's a road trip in your mind? Like how far has it got to be to be considered a road trip? I would say at least an hour. Oh, okay. I was going to say two. Yeah. Because in it, yeah, I think depending on purpose. Great. Like I wouldn't call if we were going to visit my cousin who lives an hour away. I don't think I call that a road trip. Nope. But if it was like we're going into, eh, you know what? You're right. 
Uh, I would say at least two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking like Western Mass or middle of Connecticut down 95, like road Mm -hmm. trip. Yep. Okay. So I think it depends on the purpose of my journey. So yeah, so I've gone on many road trips to see concerts and typically that is a nice vibe the whole time. The Mm -hmm. people that I'm going, the people that I'm driving with are going to the concert a lot of the band that we're going to see's music will be on that particular playlist, but every song on that playlist is going to be happy-go-lucky, classic rock, the band we're going to see, the genre of what we're going to see, sing-songy, windows down, wind in your face, hair blowing, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Going on a family trip to, say, Washington, D.C., which we've done a few times. You know, it's a nice 10-hour drive. Um, not the same. So we got to figure out what are the kids into. Right. You know, let me tell you something. Good old Santa Claus this year. Oh, Sandy Claus. But as I say that, it was actually just, it was mom and dad this year that bought this particular gift. It wasn't Santy. Mom and dad, you and- Me and okay. my wife bought the kids this thing called a Tony box. Have you ever heard of this? No. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Tony? I mean, it's basically a CD player. Oh, okay. But it's not. So it's a box, as you might have imagined. It's about yay big. And for those of you that can't see this, which again, is everyone. It's It's like the size of a bread box. And if you're not 60, it's the size (laughs) of a Kleenex box. It's like the size of a Kleenex box. Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, whatever. And it comes with headphones. And it comes with little characters, which you've probably seen them around my basement. Um, not right now, because I actually picked up, but like... The, oh, do you put them on it or something? You put it on top. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it comes yeah. with a bunch of different characters, and you put the character on top, and there's anywhere from songs and stories from those characters, so like Cinderella, Rapunzel, Mickey Mouse. There's a dinosaur, and it talks about like d- dinosaur facts and you know what different dinosaurs... Dude, we've gone on, we've gone in the car like five times since, since both the kids got these and it is a silent drive because they each have their own. They come in a little bag. They each have all their own characters and they just switch them and yada, yada, bing bong. But what I was saying was I have a playlist for the road trip with the kids because it's the kind of thing I know you're familiar with, but it's the kind of thing of like they want to hear like the same six songs over and over again. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's things like the PJ masks theme song. Um, my Henrik's really into, uh, the trolls right now, Mm. uh, the, the world tour. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of classic rock in those movies. It's like the scorpions rock you like a hurricane. Okay. Like, so we're really into that. Um, I have a whole new world on there, you know, from Aladdin, which is great. The bare necessities under the sea, you know, so these are the types of playlists that I'm building these days, um, which are great road trip songs, um, that make you want to drive off a cliff. Yeah. No, they're real good. Mm -hmm. We, um, yeah, you need to have a good mix. It depends on your audience. I think that's true. Yeah. I created a couple of playlists a few years ago. We went down to Hilton head for Christmas and I created two playlists, drive one and drive two for each day of the drive. Um, and then on this way down, we just combined those two and Spotify has this cool feature called enhance where it'll just add more songs that are similar to what you have on there. And, um, so I think we got roughly like eight hours of playtime out of that. And then it'll basically just start to learn, what you like based on what you skip or what you listen to a full song of. I like that. Yeah. So it's good technology. It's made road tripping a lot different from the days of you have a big book of CDs, <laughs> you know, do you still have a big book of CDs? I do. Me too. Not a huge one. It's no. a, just a single, like a, yeah. uh, not the double page. I never had right. one of those real big ones, yeah. but I do still have some, some of those CDs. We still have the CD, the visor. Oh, the visor holder. With the CDs, and we still have CDs in those puppies. Nice. They're mostly Disney CDs now. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's been good. So you reminded when you said uh, when you're going on a journey. Journey. Oh, by the way, let us know what your favorite road trip songs are. Message us at Backbeats and Breakdowns on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm not going to tell you that we're going to do stuff on Instagram because apparently I've been told that I'm wrong. No, you're not. We're going to post videos. We're going to post a video on Instagram about how which, to post videos on Instagram. Yeah, which if you missed it, be sure to check out one of our latest posts where Stephen and I have our own little collaboration. Holy macaroni. Check that out. So we were driving down to Florida and there was, first of all, once you get out of New England, the billboards are insane. Oh. They're everywhere. It's amazing. Um, like Emma even made a, a comment like, why are there so many billboards everywhere? And it's just like, that's just, it is what it is. It's what we do. So are you familiar with the band Journey? Uh, I believe I am. Okay. And I won't stop believing that I am. Well, good. It'd be weird if all of a sudden you stopped believing. So Well, they tell we, me not to. We drove by, um, we got into Florida, and I drove by a billboard. And at first it seemed completely just whatever, it's just billboard, and I read it. And then it was almost one of those things where like my brain recognized something, but I didn't. Ooh. Because I just kind of started chuckling. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's hilarious. So I said, hey, Kate, send me a text so I remember this. The The billboard is I'm I'm just going to show you. Oh. This and then we'll talk about it. Anything funny about that to you? <laughs> so, for those that can't see, which I'll put this up on Instagram. <laughs> it's an ad for a company called BioSpine <laughs> and it says, "Quote, I chose BioSpine." And the quote is attributed to Journey drummer. <laughs> So they can't even name famous drummers. <laughs> That's going back to the first episode. <laughs> oh they God. paid for a famous drummer and they couldn't even name him. Holy macaroni. So his name is Dean Castronovo, who was the that. primary drummer for Journey. Um, <laughs> He's so... Oh my gosh. I'm just... There might be a reason why they just said Journey Drummer. It might be. Dean Castronovo was arrested on June 14th, 2015 and charged with fourth degree assault and menacing after police say he physically injured a woman. <sighs> As a result, he was dropped immediately from upcoming Journey performances and ultimately replaced by Omar Hakim on the band's 2015 tour. He was indicted by a grand jury on felony charges of assault, abuse, unlawful use of a dangerous weapon, and contempt of court. There's a couple other terms in there that I'm not going to say. Uh, in a plea bargain, he pleaded guilty to five domestic violence, violence misdemeanor charges and received a suspended sentence of four years of probation. Holy macaroni. Um, he also... Um, Oh, where did this go? So do you go? think they changed, like, do you think it had his name and then they changed it? But this was in 2015, which was eight years ago. So there's no way they've had that billboard. Is that a picture of him or is it a picture of the That's other him. guy? That's Dean Castronovo. Um, in 2021, Journey brought him back on. He's back with the band. Why? I mean, he's a good drummer, I guess. He's a horrible person. Yeah, but I mean, look at the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> but I just... I mean, you got me on that one. This whole thing, I chose Biospine. Journey, Journey Drummer. drummer. <laughs> That's, it took me a second, but man, that hits when it hits. Right, it's hilarious. Like, Good on them. Why even... Because you're talking about it right now. No, no, no. I mean, why even use it? Like, why... Because somebody in that marketing department thought now i believe i think castronova is an actual patient of theirs because Probably. he's there's like you can find videos on youtube of him like talking in their ads and stuff but why wouldn't you even just put i chose biospine dean castronovo drummer for journey too much to read on a billboard no like, have you seen some of these billboards? Have you seen these billboards? So many words. No, because typically when I'm driving, I don't read a bunch of words on a billboard. I do. Well, I'm, yeah. I like rarely look at the road. No, it's good. But so if I'm if I'm driving by that, I mean, think about it. I will guarantee you, I will absolutely guarantee you 
that if that billboard said Dean Castronovo, comma, drummer of Journey, we would not be having this discussion. And that's exactly what Biospine wants. Welcome to, to Backbeats and Breakdown, <laughs> brought to you by Biospine. <laughs> the Journey drummer goes there, so you should need, you. Do you need your spine realigned? You can either call Ice Cube or uh, Biospine. We are your best option. I chose Biospine, Journey drummer. <laughs> like, oh, just. It's good. This was good. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about? I'm glad about? you're back. I'm glad I'm back too. I'm glad I'm feeling better. I'm glad you're feeling better. I look forward to this year. It's going to be a good with year. With you. Oh, thank you. On this journey. Oh. Into the great unknown. Into the unknown. That song's a little much. It is. Do you want to do you want to talk about anything? Not really. Okay. Do you? Nah. Why would we talk about things? There's not a lot to talk about. Do you want to tease anything? Any any big market teases for 2023? Do we have anything to tease? Do we have any plan at all? This just in. We've got no plan. Bye. <laughs> no, wait. You do the bye. No, it's fine. We don't have to do anything. Um, that uh, we don't want to. Um, hmm. In all seriousness, I will say this is episode 11. 11. The first 10 have been a lot of fun. We appreciate everyone out there that's listened. I feel like this is Justin's retirement speech. No. Oh. If anything, it's like, yeah, we're going to keep doing this because yeah. we're having fun with it. It's 2023. That's all that matters. Mostly. Like, literally all that matters is that you and I have fun doing this. Yeah. Because if we don't, then why are we doing do it? it? All of a sudden, we're Journey Drummer on a billboard. <laughs> doing it for the money? Hey. Like, you would think... Wait, journey... you're getting paid for this? No. Oh. If you'd like to contribute to Backbeats and Breakdowns... <laughs> hey, Biospine. <laughs> I choose Biospine. Podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>